Hi, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Reawakened Mom podcast. I have some exciting news to share. The Reawakened Mom Circle opened last week. OMG. If you've heard me talk before, you know this has been on my heart to start for a while now because I have talked to so many moms who have felt lost. They don't know themselves anymore. They feel overwhelmed on most days. They put everyone else first and do nothing for themselves. They put their goals and dreams on hold. These mamas want to have friendships and relationships with other moms who will support them and encourage them. Does this sound like you? If so, I would be so honored to have you join the circle. The circle is a private community where you can grow as a person, find yourself again, be in community with others who are ready to say yes to themselves again. Because as I say all the time, community is more important now than ever. Each month we'll have virtual and in-person gatherings, guest speakers and trainers, virtual mama chats, and so much more. If this sounds right up your alley, you have the opportunity to become a founding member until September 30th. What that means for you, your membership price will never go up. You are locked in for as long as you stay in the circle, which I hope you will never want to leave. I can't wait for us to grow together. You can find out more on my website, melissaclampett.com, and I'll make sure to put it in the show notes so it's easy to find. On today's episode, I am joined by an incredible woman, Katherine O'Brien. Katherine is a licensed marriage and family therapist, but she is so much more. She is now one of my BFFs, even though we have actually never met in person. We have so many things in common, and I know you will too. She wrote a book called Happy With Baby, which is a game changer. The book has the best and funniest chapter names that you will just have a giggle as you read about them. How to connect with yourself, your partner, your baby. Catherine has you asking hard questions to yourself like, what do I need to do? What can I let go of that I feel ultra responsible for? And so many more. I hope you laugh as much as we did on this episode and find those golden nuggets throughout. All right, you've waited long enough. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Reawakened Mom podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Clampett. I am so grateful you're here. This show is for you if you find yourself always putting others' needs before yours. You naturally take care of others first. You find yourself in constant comparison with other moms. You put your dreams, goals, ambitions, and passions on hold. If you raised your hand and said, that's me, this show is for you. You are not alone. My goal with this podcast is to show you it doesn't have to be this way. I invite you to join the weekly conversations and learn mom hacks, proven strategies, techniques, and mindset tips to reawaken who you truly are. Some episodes, I'll be here riding solo and riffing on a specific topic. Other weeks, I'll invite moms and experts to share their stories and journeys on how they reawakened their life. We need your voice out in this world, so stop hiding, stop dimming, stop following, and start knowing, shining, and leading because you are not alone. Let's reawaken the passion living inside of you together. All right, I am here today with Katherine O'Brien. How are you, Katherine? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I can't wait to dive into all the goodness that you have to share. I literally was thinking when I was looking at your book, I was like, this actually could be three, like a three-part podcast episode (laughs) (laughs) because there's so much juiciness I feel like that you talk about and there's so many different layers um, that I know we could probably talk for hours on all the all the knowledge that you have. So I'm I'm excited to dive into all of it today. Oh good. I'm excited too. Yeah. So let me tell the listeners a little bit about you. So Catherine Catherine is a licensed marriage and family therapist and the founder of happywithbaby.com. She created Happy With Baby in order for new parents to discover the advice she wishes she could have had as a parent. So thank you so much for being here with me today. I know that the mamas that are listening are going to gain so much value. So let's dive in. All right. I would love to know like 
before we dive into all the juiciness, like tell me a little bit about your journey. Like how did you become a marriage or why did you want to become like a marriage and family therapist? Uh, well, that's a good question. In fact, I, as I was telling you before we got on the call, I was 13, my oldest just turned 13 and I was recently asking him like, Hey, so have you have any ideas of what you want to be when you grow up? And he like, looks at me like, mom, does any 13 year old know what they want to be? Right. <laughs> and my husband's like, well, your mom did, you know? So it's like, I knew like early on, um, that I wanted to do something in like social work or psychology or something uh, my youngest sister had cancer and we used to like you know she'd be in the hospital stuff and we would talk with like different professionals just kind of like randomly in passing and I always found it like so fascinating and interesting and like like I like talking to them you know and so I was like oh that would be like a cool job to do something like that so like I knew right away you know I wanted to get my degree in psychology and so that's what I did and I didn't know what I wanted to focus on. Like I had a lot of different ideas along the way, but it was after having our oldest. So 13 years ago, over 13 years ago, that I was like, Oh, this is, this is what I want to do. Cause like how, you know, I had been, you know, a licensed therapist for quite some time and I had had lots of training and all these different things. And I was like, how was I not prepared for like the thing that most people do, like we, you know, reproduce and we have kids and how was I not prepared for how this was going to affect my relationship with my husband and like, just with myself, like that I would, you know, be, you know, totally clueless in so many ways. So after you had your now 13 year old, so 13 years ago, is that like shortly after that you decided, okay, this is it. Like, did you have to go back to school and like do more training and and figure all that out? Or did you kind of create your own thing or- yeah, well, kind of like created my own. So like, like I said, like I was a licensed marriage and family therapist and, you know, I was going to like different like mom groups. So like I did one, you know, it's just a regular mom group. And then there was like a, a workout one where you could bring your baby and do like a postpartum workout, which was yeah. awesome. And so the woman that led that group, she was opening up like a storefront where she was going to offer a bunch of different classes, like childbirth classes and different things. And we were just talking one day and she's like, Oh, what do you do? And I'm like, Oh, I'm a marriage and family therapist. She's like, Oh, you should come and teach a class, you know? And I was like, yes, let me tell you how I've been thinking as I was like every week, as I would go to these different classes, like, and just knowing like the struggles I was having and listening to like struggles that I was hearing other moms were having. I was like, okay, this is what I wish I would have known and been better prepared for. And I want to help other people be better prepared. So like, fortunately, her and I kind of put this like curriculum together and we taught the first workshop. Like, I think it was like almost a year. My son was like a year old. And then she's like, okay, like, I want you to keep teaching this class. I just can't teach it with you because I have so many other things that I'm doing. And, and I had said to her, I'm like, well, what do you think if I taught it with my husband? Because he had helped me prep because I was really like, I really wanted it to be like, like it was for couples. And I really wanted it to be a perspective from both sides and not just me coming in as a mom telling you how, how it is. Like, I really wanted the other side of it. And so he had helped me prep and he's, you know, he's one of those people, like you can say something and he's like, succinctly we'll put something in and I was like oh gosh I wish you were teaching this workshop with me and he's like oh I would totally teach this I was like you would so then when she was like I can't do it anymore but you should do it I was like what if what if we taught it together what do you think and she was like I think that would be brilliant you know and so now we've been teaching it for like almost 12 years together and and that's where the you know, our book came from and everything. Like I wrote the book, but he definitely has his perspectives in there, which I'm like, oh yeah, you're always succinctly tying things up in a nice little bow, you know? But like, I just think it has been like so helpful and, and as I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed teaching it with him, you know? That is so cool. I love that when I, so I used to be a school teacher myself. And so when my 15 year old was born, I 
had never known that like, oh, people actually can work from home and Mm. like not have to be out and doing like some career outside of the house. Like I just thought like, you know, I'm 44. So growing up, I always thought like you go to college, you get your career, you stay in that career and then you retire many, many years (laughs) later. (laughs) Right, right. You know, if you make it that far, then you retire and then you enjoy your life. Yes, yes. (laughs) You know, so when I was staying at home and working from home with my 15 year old, I joined mom's clubs because it was, I was so lonely because I was so used to that time of, okay, well, I had my school time. And so there's all my friends at school and then I had fun time. And then when I was home, I was like, I love this little baby, but I have no one to talk to. Yeah. I was so lonely and I was like, getting depressed and sad. And I was like, this should be the best time of my life. And like, this is what I've always wanted. Like I always (laughs) wanted to be a mom. Why am I feeling like this? And like, who do I talk to? So I immediately was like, I need some moms. So like I joined a mom's club and that was like such a lifesaver for me. And I think so many moms like that is one of the things I always say, like you have to find that community of other moms because you're not alone. Like you are not alone. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just like, I mean, I just remember like learning so much from them. Like, I remember coming home and like, oh my gosh, I found a, a better, easier way to change a diaper by just like watching this other mom do something like, oh my gosh, this is like brilliant. Why did I not like known that? You know, I clearly didn't. I mean, how they sent me home with a baby is really beyond me because I had no clue as to what I was doing, like no experience, no clue. And they just like sent us home with this baby. So yeah, yeah. there's all the press, you need other people, you need the community of support to like help you figure things out, make things easier and help our moods and, and everything. Yeah, no, it's so true because I mean, for me, like, I just think that like to know that you're not alone, to know that other moms are going through the same Mm -hmm. thing. Like everyone is struggling. Like no one is like this perfect mom where it's angelic all the time and baby never cries and whatever. It's like that person doesn't exist. That's like fairy tale. And I don't even know if fairy tales do that anymore, but it's just like, yeah. That doesn't actually exist. So I would love to just dive in a little bit because in your book, I love how you break it down into like three sections, basically. Mm -hmm. And like for this podcast, I feel like so many people that I interview, one of the big things is always self, right? And that Mm -hmm. self-care aspect of of being a mom. And like, if you don't take care of yourself first, like how are you Mm -hmm. taking care of anyone else, right? And so I love that how you broke down your book into that way. But I first have to say, I love the names of some of your chapters. Like I just have to read a couple because I was giggling. So I don't know if this was like your idea, your husband's idea, but like I'm bat mom, not super mom. Yeah. Love it. Love it. What about it's a baby, not a basketball. Don't pass it. (laughs) Like I was just cracking up laughing and I'm like, if Catherine and I live in the same town, like we would be best friends because this is like a great way to look at it and put it. Mm -hmm. But it's just so, it's just such a great way to kind of talk about it and talk about, you know, how are you taking care of yourself and the questions that you ask? So I would love if you would just kind of talk about that first, like, how do you talk to moms about, you know, after you have a baby being able to Mm -hmm. take care of yourself? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I did break it down into the three sections based on like three questions. I asked like all my new moms, the new couples I see. And it is like, you know, what are you doing to make sure you're taking care of yourself? What are you doing to make sure that you're um, connecting, you know, with your partner? And then what are you doing to make sure that you're connecting, bonding with your baby? And, and I say like, these are questions like from now until forever, I think, I think even after they move out, you still have to ask yourself those three questions. Right. And the first one is self, because I think that's the last one that always, it always falls off the plate. And I don't think the other two questions you could sustainably do on an ongoing basis. If you aren't putting something back into yourself. And, yeah. and I try to remind moms, like this is, you're doing this for, cause they'll be like, Oh, you know, like my baby needs me or da, da, da. And I'm like, you're doing this for them. I know. And I've learned this the hard way. It's not, I'm not always great about it, but it's like, I know that I am a better mom and I'm a better partner. My husband will attest to that. (laughs) When I, when I'm rested, when I feel like I feel good about, you know, what I'm doing, you know, in my career or like have connection with other people. Like I, like I am so much, I'm a better person, right? But when I am exhausted and depleted and feel like every, you know, I have no time for anything. And, you know, I go from like, 
work to making dinner to like running my kids to soccer to whatever it is like frazzled that they they don't like that a mom that shows up so it's like I know I'm better when I make that time for myself and so it's like yeah what do you need to do and and I and I hear this so often like like I'll have like new moms tell me like well how is it that like you know my partner like they just seem to be able to like they get up and shower or they work out and they shower and they're like ready to go for work and I'm like I still haven't even like gone to the bathroom I feel like sometimes we're waiting for permission to do these things they're not they're just gonna do it because they know they need to they are good about it my husband is so good about having like a regular workout routine I still struggle to get that in because I will put other things in there I'll be like oh I've got to go do this for the kids or do whatever. And, and he's like, no, I know I need to do this. So I'm just going to do it. He's yeah. not like waiting for, you know, the stars to align in a magical yeah. way to like do it. Do you, you know? think it's because moms are like, well, if I don't do it and no one else is going to get it done. Do you think it's a lot of like, if we just put these high expectations yeah. on ourselves that it's like, well, the kids, the husband, the food, the house, like the work, yeah. the trap, like whatever it is, like I have to do all these things. And then, oh, and then I do need to go get a shower. Like I have yeah. to feed them, get them ready for school. And like, we just assume and take on those, all those responsibilities. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I think so. Like, I think. <laughs> And and like I had told you before, like I just had, like I just had surgery. And so like, clearly I could not do things like for a couple of weeks and I'm still like recovering, but, um, and so it's limited. I have to tell you, it was like so hard to be like, okay, they're just going to do what they're going to do. I don't know that they ate vegetables when I wasn't (laughs) present or like, couldn't be there, you know, like, I don't know, like, you know, did my kid brush their hair before they left for school probably not you know like those things and it's like but they're fine they're happy nothing happened like everybody's functioning just as always and I know things did not go the way they would have had had I been running a tight ship and then is that a little disappointing that here I try to run this tight ship and yet still even when I'm not there it still runs and so like what can I and, and, and I'm, I mean, it's not a super tight ship because I've learned over the years to like let go of things, but what else can I be letting go of? Because clearly they still function. They still made it to school. They made it to their practices. They met up with friends or whatever it was. They ate meals, you know, all those things happened without me doing them. So what, like, can I let go of some more things yeah. that I feel like this ultra responsibility to do? It's like a force. You had to be forced to step back, even right. ask for it, but you are, you right, right. your, your mate, I cannot physically do the things that I was doing. And so it's a great way to reflect and be like, Hmm. And my kids are like, they're all right. Like they, yeah, yeah. they aren't like Linus, hopefully from, you know, like <laughs> Charlie Brown and you know, the hair and the, the yeah. it's like, maybe they're stinky and like they're cool like you know is the judgment there you know like people judging like oh my gosh the the mom the good mom the whatever you know yeah I would I would think it's interesting to kind of reflect on that and be like hmm I guess I don't need to do these things or maybe I could like modify the things I I had to do because I thought they had to be done when really like it's all right if the house isn't cleaned up like every second of the day Right. Well, you know, and then it's like so funny because my youngest will say like, you know, I make, make dinner most nights and, and I hate making dinner. let's be honest, like oh my, that's God, like my least favorite thing to do. I'm like, I'm ready to hire out for that position. Cause like half the time they don't eat, they complain about it or whatever. Yeah. Um, or more than half the time, but it's like, like there's a, an occasion where one time I'm like, Oh, you know, it was like hot. I'm like, I don't want to put the stove on or whatever. And I'm like, just kind of like through, went through the fridge and like, there was some cheese and I cut up some fruit and vegetables and kind of like, you know, my faux charcuterie board or whatever, you know? And it was like, mom, this is the best meal. I just love it when you throw things together. And I'm like, it was like, took five minutes, you know, it was like so easy. So I'm like, yeah, why don't I just throw some things together that apparently they'll eat versus me, like trying to like meal prep and like protein you've got your fiber you've got your good carbs then yes. you have some fruit, you've got some vet you've got your greens it's like yeah, yeah. and then they don't yeah. eat it and you slaved and then it's like oh of course and then you yeah. want them to be like mom this is the best meal because you just slaved for 45 minutes to an hour and they're like yeah. they leave yeah. all of it on the plate and then you get pissed because it's like yeah I just made this meal yeah 
it's that cycle, right? I'm, I guess I'm talking about myself. I'm not yeah. saying that's how you are, Catherine. <laughs> talking about myself here. Yes. It's true though. It's true. And it's like, okay, like, okay, if I make it more simple and easier, it's like almost like better. So I think it's like even that self-care piece of like, I mean, I like a, to go and get my nails done or get my hair done and, you know, meet up with girlfriends and do things. Those are great. Those aren't always realistic, but also I think self-care is about like, what, a, what am I taking off my plate that I don't, maybe don't have to do. And like, I could lay down and rest for like 10 minutes or, you know, read a book or do something that feels like, okay, like this feels better than I'm like rushing around to do all these things. Like, what can I take off my plate or modify Yeah, to make things easier? Yeah. Cause I, I think that for so many years, I think it was like self-care was all about like going out and getting a massage and Mm -hmm. getting your nails done and all these things externally that Mm -hmm. you was like, yeah, but I can't, I can't always do that. Or I don't want to do that. Or I don't like Mm -hmm. to do that, but it wasn't really taking care of yourself because maybe you felt good for a little bit. Your nails looked great and your body felt good from the massage, but really it was like fleeting and then it was gone. And it's something that you couldn't do potentially every single day. Right. Right. So it's finding those little parts of self-care where really is caring for yourself and something that you do you know, on a daily basis, that is something quick, five, 10 minutes, right. um, you know, as the, as the mom where, who we have so many things, you know, yeah. on our plates all the time. So I love that. Well, like I, I even like, will tell people, it's like, I, I know you do a bedtime routine with your kid. <laughs> Where's your bedtime routine? Like, what are you doing? Like you're, we're like falling into bed and we haven't brushed our teeth because we're too tired. It's like, well, when can you, when are you going to do that? Or like wash your face or do something, you know, that feels good or like take the shower or something, you know, like, does it have to be like right when they're all done and settled? Or is there things that we can also be doing while they're doing things too? Yeah, no, I love that. And, you know, so that is like kind of that first question in that piece, which I think is, it's just something that I have just been pondering so much. It's just coming back to mm-hmm. myself and like, I, I, yes, I'm my mom and I love that role, but yeah. I am so much more there, you know, right. I am Melissa. And so yes. who is Melissa. So yes, I have these kids, but like, eventually they're going to leave my house and then I'm left with myself, right. my husband. That's like, I don't even know, like I feel lost. And yeah. so I think being able to figure that out now yeah. Yeah. before like, 18. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, it's such a great thing to do mm-hmm. and just think about and still putting yourself on your plate. You know, if we were mm-hmm. all like, okay, I'm the fruit, the vegetable, the whatever it's like, you're on your plate somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And so figuring out like, okay, well, what, what do I like? Like outside yeah. of my kids. Okay. My kids play baseball, but like, what do I like? What do yeah. I like to do? Right. Me happy. What brings me joy? Because like you said, um, you know, if the mama is happy, then usually it helps out in the whole house, yeah. like the <laughs> yes. husband, the kids or whoever's living mm-hmm. in your house, the pets, you know, right. everybody feeds off of that energy because the mom is really part of everything. Yeah. So yeah. putting yourself first and really looking at that, I think is just like, oh, it's just like such a gift for, for moms to even hear that. Right. Right. Yeah. So this is your permission for Melissa and I that you can take time <laughs> for yourself. Cause I feel like sometimes we're waiting for that and you don't need the permission, but in case you do, this is your, this is your clue that, cue that you can go do what you need to do for yourself, please. Yeah. Okay. So once the mom is like, okay, I'm, I'm, yeah. what do I need today? Like, what does myself mm-hmm. need today? What do I need mm-hmm. in this moment? Mm-hmm. No. What do you mean about the relationship? Like talking about the relationship? Wait, you're still supposed to have a relationship with your spouse? Like, what is it? Don't you only talk about the kids? Like, we talk about nothing else. Like, aren't aren't you always arguing? Like, you don't even talk. Like, what do you mean about that? Yeah, yeah, and you know, and I think, (laughs) yeah, exactly, all those things. (laughs) But it is about like, I I need to I want to connect with my partner because what I know is that when my husband and I are on the same page, like all of it is easier. Like, like I, you know, get overwhelmed, like things that are going on with the kids at school or, you know, different things. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm yeah. the more neurotic one, if you might say. And he is like, two always like common, two things in common now. Yeah. <laughs> BFFs for life. <laughs> awesome. Come out here to Delaware. And so I was like, yeah. So then it's like, if he said, you know, he's like, like if I, if I'm keeping it in, it's like gets bigger and bigger and bigger in my head. And then, but if I can like share with him, like, okay, like this is happening. 
you know, he's, he's a calm, cool and collected most, most of the time. And like, we'll put things in perspective or be like, I'll be like, oh, I have all these things to do. And he's like, why do you have to do them all? You know, like, you know, you could like, I can do, I can take something on or yeah. like, how can we, where can we get help to like do these things? So it's like, like, I want to connect with him on just like a logistical level, just because it does make my life easier. But then also like on a, you know, intimate level, like I, like when the kids leave again, when they move out eventually, let's hope, Hopefully. you know, like it's just going to be the two of us. And so like, I want I still, I like to hang out with him. I still want to spend time with him. And I know that like, if we don't spend like regular time together, like he annoys me so much more. And, and it's almost like I start to like, I'm sure, I'm sure it's not purposeful, but like all of a sudden it seems like he's trying to annoy me, like, you know, leaving things or he's standing in the wrong place in the kitchen or, you know, what, whatever those things, if we're not like connecting on a regular basis, I find him more annoying. So if we do make sure that we're taking time to connect on a regular basis. Like it almost reminds me like, Hey, we're actually on the same page as each other, like, or at least in the same chapter, you know, like, and you know, we're in this together and, and he isn't doing things that are, you know, purposely <laughs> annoying <laughs> or forgetful or, you know, yeah. How do moms do that? Like, it's great to talk about, but like, what do you mean connecting with my spouse mm-hmm. when they're not annoying me and I have a baby and I'm, I'm sleep deprived? Yeah. Like, how, how do moms do that? Because that is a very hard thing to do because so many times, I mean, this is speaking from my experience. Like I felt like when, after I had, you know, my 15 year old, so I had my baby, like that was everything, you know, everything else was kind of like put over to the side, including myself. And it was like, the baby was like the focus of everything. Right. And so how do you take some of that focus and, and communicate or talk to your husband or how do, how do you connect when with your spouse yeah well I almost think it's imperative because sometimes the partners and what I heard from them is they feel like well they're not even in the equation right it's yeah. it's you and baby and like what well, I'm on the outskirts and maybe you'll ask for help or maybe you know I'll try to do something but I feel like I'm on the out and so it's about like no we're in this together like we're doing this together and you know it's about like like little mini check-ins, like, you know, on a daily basis, just kind of like that John and Julie um, Gottman call it the stress reducing conversation, you know, like, like imperative to have like a 10 to 15 minute check-in with each other, you know, but then also I like to say like weekly dates. And I think it's not, maybe you're not leaving the house when you have an infant, but it's about like, oh no, we're going to make time that you know, we're not going to be doing laundry and we're not going to be watching television. Like we're going to do something together, whether it's just like sitting out on the porch or, you know, maybe we do a puzzle or maybe something that you like to do, or maybe, you know, in this early, there's early weeks, let's just lay down on the bed together, you know, holding yeah. hands or something. Cause we're just so, so tired, but it's like, we're going to do this together and make this time together and to connect. And I think it's like important that you start early because as you know, having 13 or 15 year old there, it's not like your time becomes more abundant the older they get, because then they have all these activities and you're like, when do I even see my partner? Like we're like catering to these kids with all these things. And so it's like, no, I want to make sure that we have a set time and maybe we don't get to do, you know, have a date every single week, but we know like okay, if it's not this week, it's next week. Or if we have to reschedule and pick another time during this week, we know like it's important and it makes things so much easier on us because we have that time. We're able to check in with each other. We're able to like, you know, talk about the things going on. We talk about the kids. We talk about our interests. We daydream about (laughs) what we're going to do in retirement, like all these like different things, you know, like, um, and make it, you know, fun, like doing something that you like to do or trying something new. Yeah. I love that. We, um, my husband and I, so I had said before we started recording, we own a restaurant. And so when I was a school teacher, like we never saw each other and because his weekend was like Monday, Tuesday, my weekend was Saturday, Sunday. So I would leave early to go to work. He would be home late. I would be Mm -hmm. in bed. So it was not conducive to like a healthy relationship because it was like, Hey, good morning. High five. See ya. Goodbye. Heading out. Good. Give you a kiss when you get home, you know, I'll probably be asleep, but right, you know, right. so there wasn't a lot of that time to, to have those talks. And even now we own a restaurant. And so his schedule is crazy, but 
you know, nighttime, we can't do a date at yeah. night because yeah. the kids schedule so crazy. So on Mondays, like that is our day where, yeah. okay, this is our Mondays is when we spend time together. We go right. on a date, we go to lunch, like we go run errands together. Because yeah. Just being, I'm like, why do you, why do you want to like, I'm just going to the grocery store. It's like, yeah. oh, no. but we're together. So yeah. having conversation or whatever's coming up or they're helping because yeah. I do think a lot of the time, and this could just be me, like, but moms think, okay, I got to do it my way. I'm yeah. the only one that can do it. Husband goes to the grocery store. They get the wrong salad dressing. They get like, the, like, have asshole. we ever bought the salad dressing before? <laughs> have you ever looked at it when you're dumped? I mean, so, but, <laughs> but I whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. This could be really tell if we are really soul Okay. Let's talk about the dishwasher. Do you change? Like if someone doesn't load it correctly, will you go in and change it? Or are you good about that? No, no, because there you can fit more in there and like putting the silverware in correctly and yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's confirmed. Yeah. I just (laughs) thought about that. I'm like, hold on a second, because there's a right way to do the dishwasher so that they actually will get clean and like you said. Yes. Yes. Okay. I regress because we could just talk about all this is like our personal, this is like our connection (laughs) right now. This isn't even a podcast. We're not gonna share this. This is just us talking. Yeah, but it is so helpful. And I do think, you know, and especially so when you are working with with couples, do you primarily work (laughs) with like that first year of of the couple like after they've had a baby? Is that like your your like sweet spot of like coaching? Um, you know, I used to think it was my sweet spot, but I think it's like, especially as like my kids have gotten older, like I feel like some of my clients have gotten older a lot. Yeah, me, you know, or they're like on their second or third and they're like, okay, I want to make sure. I d- we're not making the same mistakes we made before. Like, how are we doing this? And I like that you said, yeah, your husband, you'll meet on a Monday. I, I think it, it, it doesn't have to be a traditional, like Saturday night date. Like, I think it is about being creative because so many people, their schedules are opposite and crazy. It's like, yeah, can you meet up for lunch? Or do you get up early one day? And, you know, like, how are you, you know, being intentional and making that time for each other? Because I, we have to, it's yeah. just not going to like happen. You know, we just have, there's just so much that we have going on in our lives. Like it's just not going to happen unless we put the effort in to do it. And I think it's important, you know, for moms and women listening too, to know that like your relationship, like before you had kids is not going to be the same relationship Mm -hmm. that you have, like after you have kids, like you can't expect it to just be exactly the same and Mm -hmm. hot and heavy or whatever it is like that happened before you're like, I have no energy or I'm tired yeah. or I'm breastfeeding all the time or whatever it is, or we don't have any time or we don't yeah. see each other or, you know, the communication, because maybe yeah. you do have more anxiety or you're more stressed out or yeah. finances, because now you have all these other people that yeah. now you're paying for and eating, you know, when they're teenagers are like, why is my grocery bill like $5,000? <laughs> Cause it's like, I go to the store, everything's empty. It's gone. I don't even think I went to the grocery store, but you know, I think it's really important to realize that like, it's going to change and it's going to evolve. And, you know, even like while you're pregnant and then after you have, you know, your baby, it's going to be different than like, than when you have toddlers and then when you have middle school and elementary and then high school, the relationship should always be evolving. And, you know, I think that communication that you were talking about is so important and, and being able to ask yourselves, like, what do you need right now? So Mm -hmm. being able to ask your spouse, you know, like, what do you need from me? And like, right. what will help you out the most? Because what yeah. I think might be super beneficial, like to him, I'd be like, I, I don't need that help. Yeah. You know, or That's as good. a mom, you know, or as a wife, if my husband says like, oh, I'm helping do this. I'm like, no, that doesn't help me. But if you yeah. go put the dishes away or if you like vacuum for me, like, oh my God, like yes. that will just be like, I love you so much more. Like just simple right. things like that. That are like, how can I help you? And then you being able to reciprocate, like this would help me would be so great. And as moms, it's so hard to accept help. Yeah. Yeah. So hard. It it is. And it's like, I mean, and I've gotten way better about doing it and especially these last, you know, this last month or whatever, but it's like, still, it's like, ah, it's like, if I'm saying I need help or if I accept the help, then what does that say about me? And it's like, no, it just says that you're human and that we all need help you know, to get through life. Um, and I think, and I like that you said that, like, yeah, it's your relationship is going to change and how you guys do things. It's going to change. And I think that's why it's like imperative that we're, you know, we're having these check-ins with each other. And it's like, and when you check in, it, it could be like, okay, like, what are you, how are you taking care of yourself, you know, today, this week, you know, this month. And, 
this is what I feel like I really need to do. Like, so, you know, how can you, can you help me make that happen? Or, you know, that sort of thing. And so, and then it's like, how are we making sure that, you know, we're connecting with each other? Like this is going on. Like it's a, you know, big baseball season. So like all these things, like we're going to be, I'm going to be gone half the month. Like, how are we going to make time for each other? you know, during this like season, cause it will change. It's not going to stay like this forever, but like, if we can do it together and adjust together, it'll be so much, you know, easier. Yeah. I love that. And I love just that. I mean, the communication thing is so key and, and actually communicating, not just mm-hmm. thinking that they know what you are thinking, right? Like, this is my expectation. And I thought that you would know what I wanted, but yes. it's, say it and then you get upset or like you said earlier it like builds up and then it's like the argument happens and you're like I don't even know why I got mad like I can't even remember what that argument was about right nothing major like blew up for no reason like I don't know what it was Mm -hmm. you looked at me you looked at me that's why (laughs) I mean seriously I'm like why are you looking at me and then you know I'm like what is wrong with me you know, but I think it is like having that communication of like, this is what I need and and not yeah. holding that resentment. Cause I know I, for my husband, like I felt resentful mm-hmm. when I had a, a newborn at home and then, which was my youngest. And then my middle child, he was um, almost three and then he was training for Ironman and mm. he was going to work. And so I was resentful because he was going to work and he had time to himself yeah. to do an Ironman. And I was like, why am I being, what is, this is not about him. Yeah. And have I asked for something? Like, have I said, listen, I would really like to be able to go to the gym or I would like to go to yoga or I would like to go for a walk. How can we make this happen? And so I think as women and moms, we really need to make sure we're stepping up our game, communicating what we need, which starts with earlier getting quiet and self-care and like, what do we even need? Cause you might know, right? Oh yeah. I think oftentimes we don't know because we haven't like paid attention and like even ask ourselves like what what do I need right now like what does my body need what is it saying you know like I don't know saying I'm thirsty I need to get some water and how often do we not do that because we're so busy doing things it's like you know just even like the small basic things I think sometimes it's like slowing down and doing that and taking like little steps you know yeah yeah no I think that's super important um okay and then how do you stay connected with with your little one like how does how does that work? Cause I mean, you're connected all the time, right? You yes. Him up, you're holding him. You're doing all these things. Like, isn't that connection? Yes. Well, it absolutely is. And so how I ended up adding that question was because <laughs> one parent seemingly would be doing all the things and the other parent wasn't, or, okay. you know, like didn't know how to like how, what they, their role they could play. Right. Or, you know, maybe one parent was, micromanaging how the other parent was doing things. So then they would step back, you know, so then it became like, no, you both need to be like connecting and bonding with your child. So how does that look like what, you know, what role can each partner play? Like, you know, if mom is breastfeeding and stuff, then can the other partner be like changing diapers? Can, can they be like playing with them? Can they go for walks? Like, what can they do to have that time so that they can get the bonding as well? And then, you know, and I think it's, it's a good question, you know, especially as my kids are getting older, it's like, like I'm running them around to all the different things, but am I actually like bonding, connecting with them and understanding like who they are as humans is like wanting to make sure I continue to do that, yeah. you know, the older they get. And that's why I think it's like from now until forever. Cause hopefully, you know, if they ever move out, <laughs> they can afford a house. I don't know. You know, if they ever move out, like they will, you know, you know, I'll still have a connection and, and be able to, um, you know, understand them as humans and stuff like that and vice versa, you know? Yeah. And I mean, as they're getting older, they're also then seeing what you are doing as Mm -hmm. as a couple and seeing how you are handling the relationship and seeing how you, you know, the ups and the downs. And I think it's really important as a mom as well to make sure like, it's not always going to be perfect and you're not yeah. going to be that perfect mom. And there might be right. times when you yell or you get upset, or maybe you do say something that yeah. you wish that you hadn't said. And I think, you know, you hope that it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen because there are moments when mm-hmm. you are exhausted and you're at your wit's end. And especially after the last couple of years, yes. so much has been put on our plate and we were like forced to be together. Like, <laughs> all the time. Like you can't go anywhere. Like you're not, (laughs) like there are no sports, like, you know, everything was kind of stripped away. 
And so I think that, um, you know, like you were saying, it's just really important to, to stay connected as they get older too, yeah. to kind of know like who they are and know that right. like your kids are different, even though they're both yes. your kids, they're going to be so different and they, they are going to be their own person. Right. Um, and that's really hard. I think. Yes. You. Um, well, yeah. and there's another thing, like, oh. I think it's like, how do you adjust when they need different things? Like how you parent yeah. them is, I don't think there's a cookie cutter way to parent your child. Like you have to adjust to them and their needs and how they respond to different things. And so another reason to be like, yeah, I need my partner on my team because sometimes I need to tap out because I don't have, <laughs> you know, and hopefully he doesn't need to tap out at the same time, you know? And so we support each other in those moments, you know, and, and yeah, you know, it's been a really difficult, you know, last few years and my kids will like, you know, cause sometimes people are like, Oh, you know, if we go on a date, then the kids will miss out. And I'm like, my kids will say to us, are you going on a date night? Like, when's it, when are you going on a date? Like, I was like, get, come on, leave. Like, we're ready to go. Like, you're in the house. And like, you know, we used to have to like go for walks without them, you know, because we used to do so many neighborhood walks in those, in the beginning of the pandemic. And um, then it'd be like, we're like, okay, we'll just go on our own. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, thank goodness. We'll get some time without you here in the house, you know? Yeah. But um, I think it's so important. You know, yeah. I really do. And back to like the connecting with your spouse, yeah. like, you know, being able to say we're going out for the night or yeah. we're going maybe away for the weekend, you know, yeah. and taking those times to be able to connect and have someone else care, obviously that you trust, like care for yeah. your child. And in the long run, they're so happy to go to their grandparents oh, yeah. or like spend the night at a friend's house. They're like, right. That's amazing. And as a mom, you know, to have, um, you know, to call on a friend and be like, Hey, listen, like, can my son come over and like hang out? Or would you, would your son be able to come over? Because then ultimately, like if they're with a friend, they're playing and they're like doing their own thing and you don't have Mm -hmm. to worry as much. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. And sometimes it's easier when they have a friend over because then they're like less, you know, bored so they're bug you less and they're you know keep themselves entertained yeah yeah and they have so much fun and then they're like using their imagination or they're doing other things mm-hmm. that like if it was just you and them like as the mom then a lot of the time it's like well I've got to cook dinner I can't play mm-hmm. right now or I have mm-hmm. to you know the, again the have to I have yeah. to do this because if I don't it's not going to get done right you know, do you have like a top tip or something that like comes up? I feel like when you are talking Mm. to relationships a lot, like the husband and the wife, something that comes up that is like a hot topic that you feel like everyone talks about, or like that it comes up with relationships, you know, whether it is like, okay, you're not doing it your part. I'm, you know, like Mm -hmm. we're, it's kind of like that back to back, like everyone kind of, when you start talking with relationships or with husbands and wives, or you're in these moms groups or doing any of those things, like it's like the number one thing that comes up all the time. Would there be something that like, I'm just curious. Well, I have to say you kind of hit on it already. And it was kind of like when you were saying, like asking your husband, like, Hey, I need you to like, can you vacuum? Like, that'd be helpful. Like they're doing something like the, the So this is usually how the scenario goes. <laughs> I, I've heard it a lot. So it's like, you know, maybe for story's sake, mom's home with the baby partner comes home, they start doing something else. Like maybe they go in the garage and they're tinkering around or they're in the yard mowing the lawn or whatever. And, and she's just like, what, what the hell? Like, this isn't hel- like, I needed you to help me. And, yeah. and they're kind of like, oh, well, I thought you had it handled. Like, I didn't know. It seemed like you had everything going. So I thought I would do something helpful. Like they think they're doing something helpful, Yeah. It, but it's not necessarily what you want, but it's like, I think it goes back to like, like, let's check in with each other and see yeah. like, is this like, how's everything going? Like, what do you need? I was thinking I would go mow the lawn, but maybe like, is there anything else you need, you know, or, and maybe she's like, actually, I would love it if we could just go for a walk or something, you know, 10, 15 minutes, take a break. Or, you know what? I really haven't had a chance to, you know, pee today or, you know, take a shower. I really would just love to do that. Can you cover me here for, (laughs) you know, 15 minutes while I take some time for myself, you know? And so I think it's like, you know, having those like check-ins with each other, like, at the end of the day, or maybe why, you know, when you're connecting on your way home from work, maybe you're doing a, a, you know, a phone call or something, but like making sure you have that time to know like what each other's thinking and what the plan is yeah, so that you're supporting each other in the most optimal way. Right. Yeah. I, I love that. And that really resonates with me just so much because it just does obviously mm-hmm. um, for so many reasons. And I think communication is just yeah. so like, oh, 
yeah. it's like the, the key to everything really is just that communication, um, yeah. you know, with your partner so that you can, you know, be happy, you know, so that you right. can work things out. Obviously it's not always going to be happy and like, no amazing all the time but like it is such an amazing time when you have your baby and then as they get older and be able to work together as a family unit I think is so important so I love I mean I was like looking through I was like highlighting things like in your book that I think is just so helpful and I love the fact that you have your husband's you know his point of view in there I love that you share stories in there because I think that's why on this podcast I wanted to have women on like sharing their stories Mm -hmm. too because I think it's just so important. And for mm-hmm. us as women and moms to know that like, we aren't alone. So I love the stories yeah. that you have in there. I thought that was just such a brilliant way to kind of tie things together. So it's not mm-hmm. just like, oh, here's Catherine, like the specialist, like talking to but, you and telling you what to do, but it's like, no, these are real life. And then it's like my husband's point of view too. I just think that's so, so yeah. awesome. I love that. So yeah, kudos to you. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, and I just think it's like, as you know, everybody's situations and, um, you know, is different, but I think there are also similarities because someone's like, oh, well, how do you write a book? Like everybody has different situations. I'm like, but there are so many like similarities in it. And like, like we aren't alone in a, how difficult it is and B just like how much we need like to, to know that and understand that and be able to connect with other people so much. And I think more than ever, like, I just think, you know, like that's what the pandemic highlighted is just how imperative it is that we need that connection. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Is there anything that you haven't, haven't shared with us or like a nugget that you want to throw out um, just to kind of wrap up this conversation? Cause it's been so, so, so lovely. Um, what would I say to wrap it up? Um, I, I just think it's like, as you know, like sometimes I'll hear from people. It's like, Oh, you know, I just feel so disconnected from my partner. I don't know that we can, you know, that it's even possible. It is like, I think, and it's like taking the small steps, you know, and like reach out, you know, and get support from a therapist or somebody, you know, but it's like, I think it's like, sometimes it's just even letting your partner know, like, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is what, you know, where I'm at and like, understand like where they're feeling and trying not to like necessarily take it on, but how do we start making like small little steps to like get connected back towards each other? Yeah, I love that. And something that like my husband and I have started doing too, because I want to solve everyone's problems. <laughs> and so I'm like, you want me just to listen or do you want yes. me to help come up with a solution? Yes. I love solutions. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. And, and he, he's like, I just want you to listen to me. Like, yeah. I don't <laughs> just want to like talk about what happened at work today or whatever. Yeah. I don't want you to try and solve it. Right. And so that has been really helpful because then I'm like, Oh, you, you know, it could lead to an argument yeah. almost instantly yeah. Um, because he's like, I just, you know, I'm so exhausted yeah. is what that was. So that has been working for us too. So but thank you. And, so I, and I think it is like even going in, like if you have that partner who tries to always solve it is just say like, Hey, I'm going to tell you something. And I just want you to listen, listen to what I have to say. Like, I don't need you to fix it. It's like, let them know upfront too. Yeah. Like what you yeah. need. Yeah. I love that. I love that you're doing that. <sighs> it's taking some work, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I like to put the pieces together and like the puzzle and I like to finish it and yeah, out and not everybody wants that. No, at least not all the time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, um, oh, oh, my last question. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? Oh, my last question for you. I always love to ask because we as women do not celebrate ourselves enough. We will like Mm. cheerlead for everybody else and rah, rah, Mm. but like a lot of the time we do not do that for ourselves. So I would love to know, Catherine, what is something that you love about yourself right now? Oh, goodness. Mm. <laughs> Therapist. Yeah. Right. You. Oh, you turned it on me. Um, what do I, I think that I, like I, this whole self-care thing has been like, like a journey. And like I said, you know, I recently had surgery. So I think it is like, even like learning more about like what I need to do to really like take care of myself and that and the importance that it's okay that when I set limits, you know, around work, around, you know, the family, all those things, like everything's still, nothing crumbles, that it's okay. And I think it's like, you know, kind of like cementing that and reminding me like, like it's going to all be okay, even, even when you need an extended period of time. So just <laughs> like how important that like self-care is and, yeah. you know, 
Oh, thank you for sharing that. How can people find you? Because I know that they are going to want to just stay in touch with you. You've shared so many great nuggets. And um, (laughs) I love the whole idea of like the the family therapy. And I love that idea of getting the husbands too and their Mm -hmm. their side too, because I think that is so important. Mm -hmm. Um, But how can people find you and stay in touch? Yeah. So you can find me at happywithbaby.com and, you know, there's a link to my book there. And I also like have, you know, a monthly meetup group that I do. That's like, it's now virtual because of the pandemic. And so the good thing is like, I've connected with people from like all over the world, literally like Italy and the Ukraine and Canada, as well as of course the United States. But yeah. So if anyone, you know, is looking for that community support and knowing like, Hey, we're not in this like alone, like they're welcome to join us um, on one of our meetup groups. So awesome. When when do you typically, is it always the same day of the week or it's usually the um, second Monday of the month. Um, Occasionally it changes like this month. It's changing because I have a field trip to go on my kids are still in school, but you know, so this, this time is the first month, but you can go, I update the schedule regularly. So it's listed. Yeah. But typically the second Monday of the month. Yeah. Thank you so much. I can't wait to just stay connected with you online. I know that people will probably be reaching out to you just to find out more information and totally the book is awesome. Like I said, I love like if you love humor, but you really want some nuggets on like how to be happy with baby, but like, you also want to like giggle a little bit. It's just, I don't know. I just think it's oh, so good. cool. Oh, good. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. So yeah. thank you so much. This has been a gift. Thanks so much, Catherine. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you felt like you were hanging out with your bestie because now more than ever, we need community and connection. If you loved this conversation and have a friend who you believe needs to hear this, please share this episode with them. It could transform their day. Share it on social too, because you never know who needs to hear this message. Follow this podcast on Spotify or subscribe on Apple so you will never miss an episode and don't have to go searching for it each week. Make your life easier, my friend. Your support means the world to me. If you found inspiration today, take a second and leave me five stars and a personal written review on Apple Podcast so more moms feel less alone. That's how this message gets out to more mamas. If you want to stay connected on other levels, check out my new website, melissaclambit.com. There you'll be able to subscribe to my newsletter, send me a personal message, join the Reawakened Mom Circle, get free resources, book me to speak at an event, or just check out my musings I write about this amazing life. I can't wait to get to know you on a personal level. If you want to continue this conversation and take action on something we talked about today, join me and other mamas in our free Facebook group, the Reawakened Mom Group. It's linked in the show notes because who has time to write it all down? Remember, we're stronger together. We're stronger supporting each other. We are stronger lifting each other up. We are stronger sharing our journeys and stories because you're not alone, like ever. I believe in you, mama. I see you. I hear you. I am Melissa Clampett, and this is the Reawakened Mom Podcast.